Hallelujah. How many of you are happy to be in the presence of God? God is here. The Lord is here. Let's open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 1 word. 49th chapter and the 22nd verse. 49th chapter and the 22nd verse. Joseph is a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. Amen. Joseph is a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. This morning, the word is anointing beyond the walls. How many of you want an anointing beyond the walls? Amen. Hallelujah. What is the wall? If you look at the English dictionary, it is a barrier, a partition, an enclosure, a separator, a confinement that separates us from our future. Amen. Separate us to see something better. How many of you believe that you're going to see something better? That you're not going to sit inside the wall, discouraged, damaged, you're going to see something better. So many of your life have been damaged and you are used to it. But this morning, God is going to anoint you to get out of things that you're used to and to get in to connect it with what God will bring to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of you say there is a legitimate reason, Pastor, we are confined in that wall. I agree. Some of you reasoned it and say, I don't know whether I'll ever come out of it. I too agree with that. I've been taught many a times. But I know there is an anointing. There is a power. There is a glory that will come upon you. That will take you beyond the confinement of where you are. In Jesus' name. Amen. When I look through the Bible, there are different types of walls in the Bible. That we have been confined ourselves. We have been enclosed ourselves. So let's look at a few of them. I don't know if I have time for all of them. Let's look at a few of them. And the first wall that I found is in Daniel. The book of Daniel. The very word Babylon. Where Daniel and his friends were taken as captive as young kids. By King Nebuchadnezzar. The very word Babylon means a wall. The walls of the gods. The walls of the gods with G. I don't know how many of you have been confined into the walls of the religion. Into the walls of the gods. Into our walls where you cannot see anything beyond a Sunday. You cannot see a Jesus coming and taking charge beyond a Sunday. That's what religion do. So many people message me and say, Pastor, is there anybody who walk in victory after Sunday? And I thought about it. I said, be that person. You be that person. Is there any story which I can read where people have come out of this situation? I thought about it. I said, make your own story. God has your own story. Praise the Lord. It is time to take our eyes. We thank God for encouragement from our testimonies that people share. But let's make our own testimony for the glory of Jesus Christ. When Daniel sat there, there was a wall of darkness. There was a wall of religion. There was a wall where people would look to gods that doesn't respond. There was a wall of darkness where they can't see anything beyond that walls of Babylon except King Nebuchadnezzar ruling and forcing and controlling people where generation after generation has been controlled by the demonic past that is around them falling down without answers you can call that a mystery wall how many of you have a mystery wall around you that you can't know what you don't know what's happening you don't know you can't see Understand what's happening. In John chapter 9, there was this boy who was born blind and said, See, what's happening? Is it parents' sin? Is it his sin? 
Sometimes you don't know what's happening. And Jesus said, it's nobody's sin. It's so that the glory of God shall be revealed. I don't want you to sit like that. There was this woman who was in birth pain. First child and had to go through medi- doctor after doctor. Me- medic- you have to take medicine after medicine. This husband was so tired taking care of her to give birth to this child. So after nine months of all the pain and all the misery and all the medicine that he bought and all the cries that she heard, he heard from his wife and doesn't know what's happening. And when the child came, he said, I'm going to name her paracetamol. Is your situation like that? Praise God. You have no idea. You don't know what to call your situation that you're going through. Sometimes I don't know. There are many demons I know in the Bible. There are but unnamed demons. But today, Daniel was sitting in the mystery wall. He did not know what's happening. In the 10th chapter of Daniel and the verse 1, he said, he decided to seek after the Lord with a partial fast. The Bible says he humbled himself with a partial fast. Not eating anything rich. Maybe a little bit of vegetables and stuff like that. And he sought the law. And then God said, here is a man who set his heart to understand the future. And I'm going to tell him what will happen in the coming years. Come on church. I am telling you this is the season. The mystery over your life will be removed. And clear pictures will come forth over your life in Jesus name. Hallelujah. He broke through the mystery and received not only his future but people's future. Do you have a Daniel spirit to seek God's heart? Like David, a man after God's heart. If you seek after God's heart, he will show your future. Praise the Lord. Sometimes I think, you know, people are coming for counsel and counsel and counsel and I'm getting tired. And I said, Lord, somewhere it has to end. What to do? He said, tell them to seek after God's heart. You don't need to counsel them. I will give them the spirit of counsel. I will show them an understanding of their future. We want an anointing beyond this mystery walls. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we get so frustrated. Hallelujah. Our heart and our mind and our body will all be disconnected as different parts. But when this anointing so forth, it's all going in the same direction. Our heart is telling the same thing. Our mind is focusing on what the heart is saying. Our body is focusing on what the heart is telling. Hallelujah. All following the same spirit. Glory to God. Some of your heart is saying something, but your body is not worshipping. All is going to come together. Amen. Mystery is going to get over. Praise God. When God put a plan for you, it was not a hallelujah. Praise God. Always to remain a jigsaw puzzle. Puzzles will go one day. Amen. Glory to God. Sometimes the problem is, when you look into your life, you see how far the Lord has brought you. Praise the Lord. Come on, Badger. Come on, Alex. Two brothers, please. Give them a clap offering. Good brothers. Praise God. Or trying to be good. It's okay. Both. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. I was once a sinner. You can go there, man. Go away from him. <laughs> I was once a sinner. But when I look into my life, just joking. When I look into my life, I'm so happy how far the Lord has brought me. How many of you know, you are in this middle, but when you look up, you're grateful of how far the Lord has brought you. Amen. How many of you are happy? I know you're not fully happy, but at least salvation is this, that you are not what you used to be. That shows that you're saved. God is doing something in your life. You are happy that God has brought you some far. You're not what you used to be. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 
but at the same time you are not where you want to be praise the lord how many of you i am one of those i don't know about you i'm so happy to be grateful you just heard a attitude of gratitude hallelujah first thing that you need to be 2g before growth comes gratefulness you need to look past your life and say oh my god i was such a sinner i was such a bad boy i was such a rebellious stubborn man praise god but here i am not that what i'm used to i'm a saint now i come to church every friday every sunday praise god i sit in the front bench no not no back bencher anymore there is something god is doing i'm not what i used to be there are things that i wanted to do i can say no now I'm not I'm so thankful how many of you are like that amen how many of you are here hallelujah praise god we are not a church what we used to we have come praise god we are not a church where we want to be but at least thank god we are not the church what we used to when we started our church only one person said amen at least everybody is saying amen we are not we have come far the others brought us as far hallelujah now what i'm trying to do is i am in this gap i am trying to be away from that person and to get closer to this person this is the where i want to praise the lord but the problem is the bible says when jesus was appeared and he was with the disciples and the eyes was closed in luke 24 and the bible says the moment they recognized it was jesus jesus vanished from their sight you know why because if you know that you have arrived you will become arrogant you don't need jesus anymore So the moment they, <laughs> Jesus saw that they were they saw him he completely vanished praise the lord how many of you want don't want to be arrogant if we get everything at one prayer meeting you no know, one church meeting we become arrogant so there's always this gap what we are trying to do is to get away from this gap and get closer to this gap so what we do every day we say lord let break go beyond the walls like make some new decisions praise god let's pray a little more let us thank the lord a little more but here is a problem although you are moving forward at the same time the lord is also moving forward ah, praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord because then they will see that there is always a gap but the good news is praise the lord the good news is you are moving forward you are getting closer the mystery is leaving but jesus always keep a gap so that we won't become arrogant come on church we will continue to pray praise god but the more and more and more you walk you are getting closer to your destiny and the lord is keep moving 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 hallelujah praise the lord stretching you hallelujah and you looking hey, it's the same gap it's the same gap praise the lord why the lord wants to be grateful always looking at that but also wants to grow Amen. grow and why do you see some breakthroughs not seeing it's because it's because lord is taking you beyond praise god he's taking you beyond he's stretching your faith ah come on church come on church come on church today so when i look at you some of you sitting pastor i'm not here where i want to be but thank god you have come so far forward which you don't know praise god you have come so forward which you don't know if god will just open hallelujah praise god hallelujah amen praise the lord 
Praise the Lord. Praise God. My future is looking better than my past. I'm just joking. <laughs> Hallelujah. All moving. At last now, all moving in the same direction. Otherwise, what will happen is people, when they sit in darkness for a long time, they will get so used to it that their thinking will be formed and gels into that situation. How many of you that? You're so used to some problem that your mind has gelled it. You're, you, are, you, you are aware of it, yet you got used to it. You're okay with it. And so after some time, you don't want to come out. Praise the Lord. You don't want to come out, and you come and sit here. Praise the Lord. And a pastor is preaching. Come out! Praise the Lord. At least to make pastor, you say, Amen. But in my heart, I'm still sitting down. <laughs> Praise God. 19th century marked when women started to smoke frequently and the ashtrays became famous because women started to smoke. The ashtrays took beautiful pictures. And, you know, the men started smoking, but the, when the women started to doing it, I mean, after some time, everybody got used to women smoking and it slowly gelled into their thinking. And now the women, even the women didn't want to get out of it. Those ashes in the ashtrays remain, reminded them of the cigarette that will take five minutes of their lives every time they smoke. Yet it has dissolved into their life so much that people learn to ignore it. People said, even if five minutes go, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Even if it steals our lives, we don't care. That's what, that's what wall will do. If you sit inside the wall for a long time, you start ignoring what God has for you. Even if it is stealing your joy, stealing your peace, you'll ignore it. You say, I don't care. That was a wall called captivity where God's people were in. And one man sought the Lord and said, come on, let's get out of this thinking. Let's get out of this ashes. Let us get out into our future. Praise the Lord. Let's have a Daniel anointing today inside of us Hallelujah. in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you here, church? The second thing is what will we see is the passage of scriptures that we read. Genesis 49 and the verse 22 says, Joseph's walls went beyond. He was a fruitful, did you hear that? He was a fruitful bow by the well. His branches run over the wall. It is speaking about an anointing to influence. How many of you want an anointing to influence? God is going to stir up influential people in this church. Joseph's branches broke the limitations and went beyond. The walls could not limit his future. Praise the Lord. When you look at Joseph's life, Jacob was dying, his father. And he was releasing a blessing into 12 tribes or 12 children. And looked at Joseph and said, he's a garden by the bell. Your branches go beyond the wall. When you look into Joseph's life, the Bible calls him, when you read through, the Bible says he was separate from his brothers because he went through things that his brothers did not go through. He went to the Egypt in a pit, bound as a slave to Egypt. He got a raw deal. But the Bible says, Joseph did not get bitter because he found the well. This morning is all about finding the well. Bible says not only did he find the well, he received a double portion from his father because what he received did not stay in him. It went beyond. So God blessed him a double portion. In other words, he did not hold a blessing. The more and more he received, 
the more and more he gave out. The more God blessed him, the more he gave it to his brothers. Hallelujah. Are you here, church? Blessed be the name of the Lord. He gave it to Pharaoh. He gave it to his brothers. He gave it to Egypt. He gave it to Potiphar and the wife that falsely accused him. He gave it to people he never liked. People who beaten him, people who accused him. But he was willing to give it to them. Because his branches went beyond the walls. Come on church. Is your anointing stuck? Is your influence stuck inside this church? It doesn't matter what you're doing in this church at all. What do you do after Sunday? Praise the Lord. He gave them life. If he would not have spoken to them, they would have all died in the famine. How many of you know? It's your words that keep certain people alive in the city. Because he extended beyond the walls of the confinement. Praise the Lord. People had hope. People's hope is sitting in this church. Your very face is hope to somebody. That's why the devil wants you to make you so hopeless. Praise the Lord. You are Mr. and Mrs. Hopes. You are hope. Hallelujah. He extended beyond the walls. Because there was an anointing him to go beyond the walls. And because he wanted to go beyond the walls and we went, God blessed him double. Amen. Where did God bless him? God blessed him in the home front. In his house, God gave everything double. He could have soaked in all of these blessings and said, it's all mine, mine, mine. Look at me, look at me. What the Lord is doing in my life. He could have done that, but he did not say. He shared it. He chose to soak somebody else too. Look at somebody and say, I am your blessing. Praise God. I am, I am. Bible says, he found the well. He received from the well. And did not stay in that blessed place. He took the blessing beyond the walls. Hallelujah. Come on. No hallelujah. You want me to stop and go out? No. <laughs> Come on, let's take the blessing beyond this church. Let us go tell 10 people at least and say there is hope in Christ Jesus. Beyond our denominations and religions, let's give the hope in Jesus Christ and the cross of Calvary. Look at Joseph. He saw people beyond his blessing who could not give him anything back to him. As a matter of fact, these people really did not deserve Joseph's help. These were the people who put him down. But he reached a branch out. His branches went beyond and said, come on in, come on in, come on into this blessing. Come on in, come on in. Somebody, your branches needs to go out and say, come on in, come on in, come on in. There is something that you have never seen. There is something that you have never experienced. There is some hope in this church. There is some glory in this church. There is some anointing in this church. There is supernatural health and wholeness in this church. Your marriage that is broken will be bound up. Your bodies that are sick will be healed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. When you study the Bible, there was no 12 tribes. Jacob had only 10 sons. Yet, two more tribes happened. What happened? Jacob adopted Joseph's sons or his grandsons as his own sons. And gave them Manasseh and Ephraim. I'm going to add two more tribes to the 10 tribes. Why? Because his father chose to go beyond the walls. There's a double blessing. Oh, come on church. Somebody in the home front. When you go beyond the walls of this church and give Jesus to somebody. Hallelujah. The very people Joseph could have gone against. He said, I'm for you. That has itself a reward. 
the very people who have beaten you down and you tell them in a critical point in their lives where you have the power to bring them down you said i'm going to choose them to lift you up oh there is a double portion of blessing there i'm going to add two more tribes not only jacob but heaven said well done son it's recorded when you go to heaven with the 12 disciples there will not be 10 tribes because jesus himself the spirit of god recorded there are 12 tribes all because joseph found the well what does the well represents jesus christ is the well ah come on jesus christ is the savior he is the source of our salvation the living water of the holy spirit hallelujah he is the well where we we receive living waters acts chapter 2 38 39th verse acts chapter 2 38 then peter said to them repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy spirit for the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off as many as the lord our god will call amen as many as not just for you repent and receive the forgiveness of sins through jesus christ but it is not only for you go beyond it's for your children and all those who are far off when you have found the well don't stay with you take it to your workplace take it to your home take it to your wife take it to your children take it to your exam hall take it to your offices come on it is not for you take it beyond these walls what happens if we have ingrown nails it will get sore our nails needs to outgrow so many problems in this church of getting hurt being hurt all this because we are growing inside not outside it's not going outside so there is lot of time to focus on that person didn't smile this person didn't say hi that was person i was not included my child is not pastor's favorite i mean all those things are coming because the churches have a problem they are all ingrowing it's becoming more sore let's outgrow amen praise god let's outgrow praise god hallelujah praise god i'm breaking that spirit let's outgrow praise god let's outgrow look at somebody and say let's outgrow enough of soaring praise god enough hallelujah getting hurt amen pastor do a ministry in the church no i am there i am not willing to give my place to anybody go out and preach the gospel Pastor, you go out. Yeah, I can't, because the shepherd can't give birth to sheep. Only a sheep can give birth to sheep. If I'm going out, praise the Lord. I've empowered you. I fed you with grass, the best food. Be empowered and outgrow. When you come next week, praise God, outgrow yourself. Bring one more person and come. God will save them, heal them, whatever. God will do it. But let's get out of this church more. Go beyond the walls. There are 200 people in this church. If one person brings 10 person each, 2,000 people in the city are saved. God has given enough word and enough grace to bring 10 people. Go beyond the walls. Get onto the metros. Go into the pubs. Go into the discs. Go with the gospel of hope. Somebody needs your hope. You will be amazed to see how they respond to this love and this go. And God will bless you double in your house front. whatever that you're doing double will come is it true pastor yes it is true it's is god's sovereign act when you rejoice with him over one unrighteous sinner repents when you 
chose to rejoice with the angels and the father of God, he will give you double. Look at the other boys. All the other ten boys only got one verse blessing. The runner-up was Judah. Two and a half verse. At least be a Judah. Make some noise in the church. Praise. Make some praise. 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 At least you become a runner-up. Praise God. <laughs> but some of us being runners-up for years and years. At least this year. Before it will finish. Let's be on the front. Praise the Lord. Don't wait for 2019, my brother. There are so many nice things ahead. There are three more months for harvest. Ah, come on. There are three more months for harvest. There are three more months for harvest. Jesus said, get ready, get ready, get ready. Oh, is there a prophetic word over this church? There are three more months. Look at, lift up your eyes. The grass is green. The field is ready. It's white. Oh, we receive the harvest in Jesus' name. Pray for the laborers. Pray for the Lord of the harvest to send more laborers. I as the pastor of this church, hallelujah, point you as the laborers of God's vineyard. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. In the blood name of Jesus, Lord, I anoint her as a laborer. Into the nations of the world. Into the Paraba Sambara, the Robos Pandara, the Ospenendia, Robadios Kalamparandarasia. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We give you praise and glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But Joseph got five verses in the Bible. Five verses. Because he went beyond the walls. Because he decided to move forward. Break the limitations. He got five verses of blessing. From 22 to 26. Five verses. Blessing from heaven above. Earth beneath. Even your earth beneath. No bars of darkness can dry you up. Praise God. There is no bondage. Wherever you put your feet. The territory comes to you. The territory comes to you. Some of you need to put your feet on the new flat that is coming in territory. Some of you need to go into that neighbor's house. It is the, for salvation. Mark the blood of the lamb of the house. Like Moses. Take territories. Hallelujah. He found the well Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ always bring a change in you. He found the water of life. But that water did not remain. It went beyond the church. Hallelujah. It even got into the routines of his life. Can Jesus become a part of the routines of your life? Before I hug my wife, I hug Jesus first. Before I hug my children, I hug Jesus first. He is a part of my hugging. He is a part of my kissing. He is a part of my prayer. He is a part when I make a new business. Praise God. Hallelujah. I ask the Lord first, are you here? Come on. Tomorrow onwards, before you hug anybody, hug Jesus first. Hallelujah. I pray today. That you will take this gospel beyond this Petra church. Praise the Lord. To a hurting people. To the Egyptians. Who doesn't have hope. To the Potiphar's. Who doesn't have character. People who are struggling inside. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Who don't know Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He had a heart that said. I can't keep it myself. I can't keep it myself. Praise the Lord. He saw the hurting people. He saw the lust. He saw people going to hell without salvation. Otherwise, they would go to eternity, to hell. Otherwise, 
the bible says joseph found only one well there is only one way to heaven that is jesus christ hallelujah if you pray if you go beyond the walls god will connect his compassion to you you will reach to somebody an alcoholic across this building is waiting for pastor chako and the petra church to go and reach out to them a abused girl sexually abused at a teenager age is sitting beyond the wall and looking for somebody before she commits suicide if you and i don't go and reach you will see tomorrow's paper a girl suicide committed suicide because there was not somebody who could not hear her cry there is somebody who is under drugs and no hope when auntie who came to church gave her son's number years back i put the son's number on my phone and i was praying the lord said call the son he was so discouraged to the point that after many years he was opening his bible for some hope and here comes a call from a nobody the person who calls name was chako and the person who received the call was savan nawas praise the lord there are nobody sitting here hallelujah praise the lord amen he's serving the lord now all of you know him praise the lord there is somebody hallelujah waiting for a call of hope a call of love somebody to embrace their arms and said you can get out of that issue and the more we do it god will bless us more we give out god will give us more acts chapter 19 and the 10th verse says in the span of 2 years paul and his people reached the entire asia with the gospel of jesus christ in the new text 2 years will be critical we have to reach the entire city hallelujah with the gospel of jesus christ can you imagine in paul's time there was no aeroplanes there was no camera there were no live live coverage there was no tvs people had to come to where paul was and yet he could reach you know fired up christians found the well there was christians who were fired up who found jesus are you fired up tonight are you fired up to reach somebody it's god's job to save them and heal them but find them and tell them god won't send the angels how can somebody get saved and somebody is sent but as a church this is our mot- motive this is our mission it's enough of in growing let's outgrow praise god it's enough of being soaked by blessing after blessing after blessing let's give it to somebody praise the lord every preacher when they start preaching they want to be inspirational they want to inspire people and a generation then a little bit when they get to know the word they want to be informational they want to give as much as information possible from the word because people will get goosebumps knowing different types you know it's a status symbol it's a status symbol coming to a born again church and getting some revelation people go all over the world switch on the internet and hear message after but a time will come in our lives we said thank god for the inspirations thank god for the inspiration informations but i want to be a transformational preacher praise the lord this morning hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah i don't care what our informations you're getting we want to transform lives we want to transform hearts by the grace of god we want to be something we want to impart something that change somebody oh come on church come on church come on church this branches need to go beyond this church to our campuses our workplaces all around us joy is when when you reach somebody who doesn't know christ and connects him to his future acts 4:13 people saw the disciples and they said oh these guys we can look at their face and say they had been with jesus come on now 
Will people look at and say, Oh, these guys had been with Jesus. I hope so. I pray so. Sometimes our life is like the cows of Pharaoh's dream. There were seven fat cows like me. And prophetically becoming fat like that cow. And there was thin cows like Anjana. Anjana, show them your size. Let them see. Come. They're easy. Come fast. They're easy for me to tell the... I don't, I don't know. It's okay. They can see. They just jump. <laughs> and the Bible says, Anjana ate chako. That's what it says. The fat cows ate the... I mean, the thin cows ate the fat cows. Is that our story? We become fat on Sunday. After Monday, we become so thin. And the Bible says, they be, the cows became so thin that it was impossible to think that they were once fat. Come on church. If God has done something in our lives, let's show us the change. Let's not go back into the same music, same tune, same culture, same attitude. Let's show that we have become fat through the grace and the anointing of God. Let's not become something so thin that we could not even imagine once we were fat. Come on now. Hallelujah. Bible says go to all the world. Connect us to the purpose beyond these walls. Connect to our purpose. Otherwise we'll become so selfish to ourselves. We'll be having an attitude, arrogance. Give me an anointed moment in your life this week. Go to somebody who's hopeless and give them hope in Jesus Christ. And strictly don't go to anybody in this church. Or any other churches. They have meeting after meeting, convention after convention. Men of God are coming all around the world to evangelize the church. Let's evangelize the unreached, the lost, the hopeless. I give strict orders. I said, I mean, once or twice it's okay, but don't bring people who are saved into this church. Praise the Lord. Let them be saved and remain saved where God brought them in. But I want the sheep God has put with me. And I want them to connect them beyond the walls. The influence to go beyond this church. Otherwise, we'll become lukewarm. We need to go beyond the denominations, beyond the religions, beyond the lesbians and homosexuals. It doesn't matter who they are. Don't judge people. It's not our job. Give them hope. Somebody here, Joseph went beyond. And God blessed his dream double. Dream double. You know what the old school says, old school Christian says? Pastor, you are lucky that I've come today. That the old school, you will not have the joy of eternal rewards if you have that attitude. Not only Joseph, two sons were blessed. When you look into 1 Kings chapter 21 and the third verse, five generations later, there was a man called Naboth. And the Bible says he had a vineyard. And the Bible says Ahab, the Israelite wicked king, had an eye on it because he found that a Christian's vineyard was much more beautiful than his. And he said, Naboth, I want you to sell this vineyard. And there is something that Naboth said that is powerful. And I pray that you will say it too. In 1 Kings chapter 21 and the third verse. And Naboth said to Ahab, the Lord forbid that I should give the inheritance of my fathers to the you. The Lord forbid that I would give the inheritance of my fathers. Come on church. He was the fifth generation Hallelujah. From Joseph's time, the fifth generation is Joseph line who was blessed because Joseph went beyond the walls. Five generations later, a man was blessed because of one Joseph. Oh, come on. Come on. 
when you and I find the well, find Jesus Christ, not only you, God will remember five generations later, there will be a Naboth in your family. God said, because of Chaka, I bless this Masia. Amen. That's why he said, whatever happens, I will, God forbid that I sell my inheritance. Some of you would say, God forbid that I sell my spiritual inheritance. The spiritual blessing. All that I've received, God forbid. Hallelujah. That has been passed down from Manasseh and from Ephraim. I will not give it for gold, for silver. For money and fame and power. I will not deny Jesus Christ. And the inheritance, the blessing and the authority and the anointing. And the double blessing on my home front. I will not sell it. Because my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren and my great-great-great-grandchildren and my great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren will be blessed. I finish with this. Everybody likes this. To go beyond the walls, influence. The problem is in Ezekiel 8, the Bible says, there was the wall of flesh. The wall of sin. Where the leadership in the church were worshipping a sex goddess. They were into immorality. The people who were pastoring, those days pastors, the priests, they themselves were indulged in sexual activity inside the church. They were sinning and thinking that even nobody sees it. And God says, I see it through the hole of the door. I see it. And the Bible says the glory of God was lifted up. And they were confined to that lifestyle. Christians know the power of sin is broken, yet they struggle in sin. How can the sin be broken once and for all this morning? I want you to put it in one simple word. The word called, I am a candidate for God's mercy. A word called candidacy. When you sin, don't give that sin into the hand of the devil. When you sin, oh Lord, I'm sorry. I give it into your hands. God says, if you give into my hands, I will show my mercy. I will give you my grace. I will take that sin into my hands. Destroy it. Ah, the grace, the Bible says, sin has no dominion over you because you're not under law, under grace. Don't go for course to become more better. Don't try with your own strength and fall again. Or give into hands and say, I'm a candidate. Psalm 119 and 68 verse says, 67, 68 says, God is good and He does good. Romans 2, 6 says, It is the goodness of the Lord that leads you to repentance. The transformation comes, the foundation is not, I will go to hell. Oh, I'm a sinner. You, everybody knows they are sinner. It's how you frame it. When you say, I'm a candidate of God's mercy. When you tell somebody, instead of putting them down, lift them up and give them into God's hands. Come on. 
Sin is deadly. Sin is poisonous. Sin can kill you. Everybody knows that. They are looking for a hope. And that hope is the well of Jesus Christ. It says, give your sin into God's hands and it will break it. Beyond the walls of your flesh. Bible says there is therefore no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation. You don't have to think about all oh, these other things that I've done. Never. When you give it to him, you are a candidate of God's mercy. I have not nobody to judge your rep- repentance. How, you, how much you repented. I can't say. I am not the jury. I'm the judge of your repentance. God sees your heart and say, He understood that I'm a good God. He has given his life to me. He's a candidate. Let him receive forgiveness. It's not important to turn away from sin. That's repentance and looking to Jesus. It's not a way. It's not enough. Bible says you have to receive forgiveness. Lambano. That word in the Greek word is lambano. God has already given the forgiveness. Receive it. I don't have the time to teach. I already taught in the Friday meeting. But that word receive means it's freely given that word forgiveness is the same Greek word freedom so when you receive forgiveness you are free from sin come on church you are free from every issue when you receive lambano praise God everybody say lambano 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 anybody who has received the forgiveness cannot be bound the freedom from sin will flow you can say I am the righteousness of God because I'm free right standing and impartation of God's righteousness and God's life Christ in you is righteousness and life there's so much freedom my brother He's not a carpenter's son. He's the lover of our soul. If you would just give your life to him, he's the evangelist Jesus who will bring you to the power of the cross. But before he bring you to the power of the cross, he will tell you how worth you are to him. Everything, not only he will erase sin out of your life, he will erase every memory that is not needed, every hurt that is not needed, every unforgiveness that is not needed, everything that is not needed to fulfill your destiny, he will erase it. When you receive his forgiveness, he will erase everything, cut off from your heart that everything is not needed. Your life will go beyond. David's prayer, by my God, I can leap over the wall. Paul looked at Mark who wrote the gospel of Mark and said, bring John Mark, oh, he's useful because he has learned to go beyond the walls. He has learned to take his eyes from himself and learn to go. Bring him, he's useful. JR's daughter was dead and everybody in this walls were crying and saying it's over 
Jairus says, I'm going to go beyond this walls because I know what Jesus Christ who will say, it's not over. God is prophetically saying, your marriage is not over. Hallelujah, glory to God, your job is not over. Our ministry is not over. Hallelujah, we are going to have a branches who will go beyond the walls of confinement. May God anoint you today to go beyond the walls. My Bible says Jesus Christ was crucified beyond the wall. In Acts 13 and the 12th verse, he was crucified beyond. Jesus Christ is not a religious leader. He went beyond the borders of Jerusalem and said, I have died not only for Jews, but for the entire world. Look to that Jesus and live. Let's close our eyes in prayer.